Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Herridge here with the Daily Variety Investment Podcast. Hey, I hope you all had a really good week this week. As a reminder, Monday is President's Day, so we'll not be open for trading on Monday. We won't have a podcast on Monday either, uh, but uh, if something, if something big happens, we might uh, we might break out a, a podcast on Monday. But I got to tell you, um, this was an interesting day today. We almost rallied back to positive with about an hour and a half to go. Uh, and I think just, you know what, these, uh, these algorithms, you know, they just control the trading almost completely now in this market. Uh, the trading volumes have gotten very light, and that's an easy environment for algorithms to control. Uh, but, of course, everyone knew that Biden was speaking today. I, I guess he's speaking right now as I record this. Uh, really don't, could, couldn't care less what he has to say. But, you know, again, when he speaks, that's bad news. George Bush had this impact on the markets. In his last couple of years in office, anytime George Bush went on TV, we traded that. We that was a repeating pattern that we traded, made a lot of money off of. I was much more of a short-term trader than, than I am now. And we traded it aggressively because the market was going lower. Traders knew it. That's the that's the Biden impact now. That's the Biden. When he talks, the market goes lower. That may be something for you day traders and short term traders to start watching. Uh, and of course, it's certainly been the case here for Russia, Ukraine. Look, it looks almost certain that something's going to happen there. We've been talking about this here. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more. I'm going to talk about some key levels to watch on, in the markets for, for those January 24th lows. You can make a note of those if you'd like to. Uh, and uh, I'm going to talk about some very interesting internals as far as the put call ratio today. Extremely elevated. This is like three days, th- four days in a row now. This has been the case. We got a, a big wall of worry that's building. I think you see where I'm going with this. After we had the AI sentiment survey numbers of of, uh, of Wednesday night, we covered this uh, yesterday. Um, this market set for a big rally. This market set for a big rally. Um, we can go to war now, and the market's going to rally. And that's kind of what happens anyway. All right, let's talk about the market first. I'll come back to all this. Uh, Dow Jones today down 232 points at 34,079. Lost 7 tenths of 1%. Also down 7 tenths of 1%. SP of 100 down 31 at 4348. Uh, small caps today, rose 2,000 down 9 tenths of 1%. And finally, NASDAQ, again, rallied all the way back. I think I saw NASDAQ down at one point. Did it go positive? I know I saw the semiconductors went positive. I know that. Uh, and that was a really interesting sign. NASDAQ did fall back again, finishing down 1.2% today at 13,548. If you want to jot these down, I'll just give you these levels. These are the levels we've been talking about here for some time. These are the January 24th capitulation lows, which I'm still very, I, 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 I'm very certain that these levels are going to hold because of the action in the internals, Okay. Um, again, yeah, boy, there's just no guarantees in the markets, are there? But the way this market is set up, a retest wouldn't surprise me. I don't care if we slightly violate these numbers, but I'll give them to you now because we're still well above uh, uh, these January 20th flows. Dow Jones, the level there that we want to hold is 33,150, okay? And we are, uh, let's see, uh, we are uh, 3% above that, that level today. SP500. The level they want to see hold is 42.22, and we are, let's call it 3.8% above that level today. NASDAQ want to hold 13,094, and we are 3.8% above that level today. And the semiconductors, SMH is the, the semi-ETF we use. We, uh, you want to see uh, 270 hold an SMH, and right now we are... 
Is that right? Hold on a second here. I wrote that down wrong this morning, and now I want to get it right. Let me let me give it to you real quick. I'm sorry. Two forty nine is the level to hold there, and we are as of uh, as of the close today. We we're actually quite a bit above it. We're five percent above that level right now. So uh, again, we've got some breathing room, you know, uh, for these stocks to still come down some. Give us a double bottom. Bottoms are messy. They just are. The best bottoms tend to be the messiest. And then that's how we're trading it. I talked about the wall of worry because it's building. And, and this is why big rallies happen when, when the expected takes place. And that, again, I say expected because now, you know, so much every day, day you know, we're, we're just browbeaten with uh, Russia's going to invade Ukraine. Okay. So now it can happen. But who's left to sell? Seriously, who, who's left to sell? Ha haven't the people sold that were afraid of it? See, that's how these bottoms, that's how really big rallies take place when the news happens, is to sell the rumor, buy the news event. So it's just the opposite of buy the rumor, sell the news, okay? On, on uh, like the corporate earnings or whatever. This is sell the rumor, buy the news. And this is why markets tend to rally when these expected events finally do take place. There are a lot of other reasons as well. But most fo folks, most wars are won before they're fought. That's old Sun Tzu, isn't it? And, and that also applies to the markets. The, the smart money knows going into a situation because so much of this is rigged anyway. It's, it's you know, a lot of this, is, it is, it is, it is, it is the, it is the, the call, you know, it is the, the walls came down. It is there ain't no Russians, there ain't no Yanks, just corporate criminals playing with tanks. It just is. And so that's why you see so many times when a, when a war breaks out and we covered this uh, what last or earlier this week or late last week is that when you look back at the first Iraq war with daddy Bush well, on the first shot fired, right, that, that was over from the market's point of view. Oil topped, gold topped, and the markets rallied. Same thing happened when W went into Iraq. First, first big, uh, you know, uh, invasion, okay? It was, remember, it was nighttime, all the, all the down, just bombing the crap out of everything you could see uh, in the process, killing over a half a million innocent civilians, children, women, just men that were just working, okay? Innocents killed. And those, uh, uh, it's horrific. It's horrific what, what George W. Bush did. But the markets bottomed on that first day. Oil really got crushed after the first day. And so it happened. Oh, you can go back to World War One, World War Two, Vietnam War. Once the skirm once the the fighting started, the markets bottomed. And so I think that's a really important for us to. You know, it's easy to get caught up in the emotion of all this. And it, you know, fuck, I'm gonna tell you something. This has taken me a career. <laughs> this this understanding this right here has taken me a career to figure it out. I guess I'm a little dense, but I have learned that lesson. And again, you can't always see, you can never say always. That's the that's there's always risk that something won't go as uh, as it historically has gone. But uh, I think high probability is what I'm talking about here. High probability, and that's the way we're going to be acting on here uh, in the VRA. But again, the, the 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 wall of worry. The best bull markets love to climb a wall of worry. And what do we have it now? Russia, Ukraine, inflation, uh, the Fed going to hike rates next month. Uh, bearish sentiment is, is, is now soaring. And, of course, we've got Biden, who is the, uh, well, we, we, know, we know what he is, uh, Barack Biden. And we are in Obama's third term, by the way. So let's talk about a little bit about um, one more thing I'm going to cover here before I move on. All right, um, 
I've lost my spot there. Apologies. Okay, let's move on to... Uh, I do want to talk about this sentiment, the AI. We talked about it yesterday. Just going to tell you one more time. Uh, when the AI survey came out and it registered 19% bulls, 19% bulls. It's lowest reading since 2016, lowest number of bulls. We only had sub-20% bull readings 31 times in the history of this investment survey, sentiment survey. And I voted in this survey for over 30 years. So... You know, here's what's happened since. Uh, in 29 of the 31 instances that we got below 20% bulls, the markets rallied over the next three months, six months, nine months, and one year, 94% of the time. Three months later, the average gain in the SP500 was 5.5%. Six months later, the average gain in the SP500 was 12.2%. And one year later, the average gain was 19.6%. And again, higher, 94% of the time. So, you know, some of the other surveys have not gotten to this quite to this level of extreme fear, uh, but, uh, but, but, but I mean, they're, they're not far away either. So, you know, we're there. and we're also seeing, again, the put call ratio today, uh, <clears throat> Tyler's been tracking this really, really carefully. This is day number four that we've had highly elevated. And again, this is, what you, this is how bottoms happen uh, today. Put call ratio today opened at 1.1, closed at 1.18, and it, it was almost all afternoon at 1.16, 1.18. Again, anything over one is excessive fear because the markets typically go up. People typically buy calls. So anything over one is excessive, and you start talking about these kind of readings, uh, again, 1.18, uh, you know, if it's 1.3, I'm saying, you know, you want, to, you want to be aggressively buying here, but we're not far from that either. And again, it's the three-day weekend that really, I think, put, put a crimp into this market today. Uh, you know, we can't trade again until Tuesday morning uh, unless you do futures on Monday night. And then uh, you know, it's a lot, of, a lot of time that things can go wrong, uh, of course, over Russia and Ukraine. Um, but again, all the elements are in place now. All the elements are in place for a really nice move higher either way. Either if we don't get a war, if, if peace were to break out, and I know you know, but it's the last thing Biden wants because wag the dog, but if peace breaks out, then we've got we we got a, a rip your head off move higher coming. Um, and I just got I I wasn't really going to get into this today because of political stuff today. We've covered a lot here, but you see what's happening in Canada, <clears throat> and um, boy, look how fast look how fast uh, Canada, our no northern neighbor, has gone from two weeks to slow the spread to uh, to, to to martial law. If you saw the, the stories today, they're arresting reporters for just covering it, just, just for covering it, filming it. They're arresting them. Uh, this is a police state, a police state in Canada, Justin Trudeau, and uh, the police are doing it. This is a real problem, and it's something that we need to keep a close eye on here uh, because the cops, they've got their faces covered. You know, they don't want to be seen because they have neighbors. They live in neighborhoods. And, you know, Canadians are nice people. They're good people. This doesn't happen in Canada. It's never happened in Canada, but it's happening. And I just want to remind everybody that it was just a few days ago, I think, I think less than a week ago, that Biden had his phone call with Justin Trudeau when he told him to enact federal powers and to put this down. Well, that's, that's exactly what, what Trudeau's done. World Economic Forum... I mean, this is this is a class swab guy, and he, he knows when to get in line and, and do what he's told. And he did, and he has. And I want to remind everybody 
that, you know, if you think, well, that it just won't happen here in the U.S. You know, we're, we have a much different setup here. We've got, you know, 50 states uh, that would, wouldn't, you know, you just wouldn't see this happen. I got to remind everybody, it's already happened. We already have fascist tyranny in the U.S. right now. And I'll just give you a simple, a simple analogy. How many listening to this? How many listening to this took your vaccine 100% voluntarily? That's, that's, that, that is, that's tyranny. That's fascist tyranny right there. Um, uh, again, it's constitutionally protected, but then it doesn't hold. So we have to be very, um, I think, very, uh, very careful about what happens going forward and pay a lot of attention to this. Um, all right, let's take a look under the hood today at our sector watch. For, excuse me, first the internals. Again, these weren't great numbers, but again, I just repeat, they are better than they have been uh, today. Vance decline today was negative on NYSE by about 800 issues. Yeah, yeah, not not two to one. Uh, volume was about two to one negative NYSE. Nasdaq was two to one negative on advanced decline and uh, just a little bit worse. Almost well, two and a half to one negative on volume for Nasdaq. We also did have, and this was a, a little bit alarming, but still nothing like it has been. We had 454 stocks hit new 52-week low for Nasdaq. And, you know, again, it's a lot of these, I, I hate to say, I hate to call them Kathy Wood stocks, but it really is kind of those, those names uh, that, that, are, uh, that are getting hit. ARK today, Kathy Wood's uh, innovation ETF, ARKK, was down today 5%. Uh, so that's a, uh, that's, that's a new uh, 52-week low in, in that. These are really the stocks that are, get, that are getting hit. Feel, again, feels like capitulation there as well. In our sector watch today, of our 11 S&P 500 sectors, we had 10 finished lower. Nothing huge, though. Uh, technology down 1.1%. Industrials down 9 tenths of 1%. And the only uh, group higher today was consumer staples. Also note, though, uh, that the uh, transports were higher all day today. Really, all day today. They closed slightly lower. But housing, the HDX did finish green on the day. So there's some strength there. And uh, again, rates are coming down. You know, rates are back to 1.93. We are seeing a flight to kind of a flight to safety trade is happening. People are flocking back into bonds, uh, you know, fearing the worst could happen. But again, today the VIX down 1.2 percent. The VIX didn't even close up today, and that that may be a tell as well. The VIX right now at 27.75. And our commodity watch today, we had um, here we go gold today. Uh, you know. I kind of thought gold might get hit a little bit more. It is starting to reach a, a heavily overbought levels, um, but it, it's, it's holding in really well. Uh, gold's going higher, down four and a half dollars an ounce right now at eighteen ninety seven. Had a very good week, just about uh, what is that thirty dollars below? It's a fifty two week high. Silver today up on the day, down five cents an ounce at twenty three ninety two. Copper also higher on the day, just up slightly at four fifty two a pound. And uh, oil today. Made it actually made a pretty good comeback today. Down nine cents a barrel right now at ninety one sixty nine, and the Bitcoin down eight sixteen at forty thousand and ninety six. Again, folks, thank you again for joining us. Really appreciate it. If you want to come check us out for two three weeks, come join us at vrainsider.com. Again, vrainsider.com. We'll see you back here again Tuesday after the close. Have a great long President's Day weekend.